the Road America app. You can listen live to the Track White PA broadcast with real-time updates on the races, driver interviews, sponsor details, and so much more. The app also allows you to watch live cams of popular locations all around the track. Go to roadamerica.com. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. Rocking on. Heading downtown this weekend. Going to go to a Brewers game. And then uh, prior to, uh, going to stop over to Calderon. Prior to or after, I'm really not sure yet. But always, always love going to Calderon Club. Usually after, I love to go because a lot of the umpires and uh, visiting players go there. So you get a chance to kind of see and mix and mingle a little bit. But uh, Calderon Club, looking forward to the Bill Michaels, which is the chicken marsala and the spicy penne all smooshed together, and it's oh, it's so good. So I'm just I've been drooling all week thinking about it. Eight thirty eight Old World Third Street downtown, right across the street from the Hyatt. If you're heading down this weekend, maybe you're going to go to the uh, to the Admirals game as well. Catch out Admirals postseason hockey. Either way, can't go wrong. Calderon Club, San Giorgio Pizzeria, and the Polietana, right there on Old World Third Street in downtown Milwaukee. Great, 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 great stuff. Good stuff. Bring in our guy now, our guy Mike Clemens standing by. Michael, how you doing today, pal? Okay, can you hear me okay? I'm driving to Green Bay. I got you. I got you. All right. Um, yeah, we're headed to the press conference. It's happening in about an hour or so. Um, hey, and while while I'm thinking about it, too, I sent you a note the other day. Ran into a great uh, fellow named Tom who works for the U.S. Postal Department in the Green Bay area. Listens on his route to the show every day, every day. A uh, huge fan of yours. Uh, met him at the, actually, the Bay Motel. He's kind of a, a regular there at the, their family restaurant and stuff. So awesome. shout out to Tom listening today on his route because he loves the Bill Michaels show. So, Mike, uh, what are you hoping to hear today out of Jordan Love, if anything? Well, I'm going to ask him if he's going to make us wait an hour on Wednesdays to talk to him in his locker. And uh, who does he think really built the pyramids? We want to get that twist. <laughs> That's Both awesome. The, and, I th- and Ryan Wood from the Press Gazette is going to ask him if he's had his uh, COVID booster shot yet. And uh, how's David Bakhtiari's knee? So I think we'll start <laughs> off with that. That'd be great. And is he going to give... Uh, a, a big golf cart to Bakhtiari to earn his uh, his trust and friendship. There's a good rather than vice oh, versa. Yeah. Where, where did did the golf cart go with Rogers to New York, or did he leave it behind? That's a great right. question. Sure. Yeah. So last night, I'm in the press box at the Brewers game, and when the announcement came that Jordan Love's going to do a press conference today, the guys came up to me and they said, "So what's this guy like?" And all I mean. Is he much of a talker? I said, listen, he's been on the down low for three years, waiting for his time. Now, we had him on for a one-on-one, remember, last November for right. about 12, 13 minutes, and we talked about his whole backstory. Growing up in Bakersville, California, Chris Barnes, the linebacker, was his best friend in high school, and Chris got recorded to UCLA, and Jordan sort of had to wait to get into Utah State. And then you flip-flop it. Jordan's a first-round pick, and Chris Byron's is an undrafted linebacker with the Packers. Those guys, roommates, friends, close friends. But then Barnes, after Quay Walker and his ankle injury, didn't get brought back by the Packers. So now he's uh, 
with the Cardinals. So, you know, so Love goes into his fourth season as the starter without his best friend he's known since high school up here in Green Bay with him. So that's what's going on with him that way. The reason for this press conference is this, timing. For In the years past, when the veterans have come back for that first initial meeting of individual meetings, performances, and that usually happens about a week to ten days before the draft, we would talk to Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, you know, Clay Matthews back in the day. Um, this year, we didn't get that availed. Why? Because the trade hadn't happened yet. Right. So once, once now that the trade has happened and the dust has settled on the draft, now we're into the first wave of OTAs, and they're not, not actually letting us in this week. Our next avail for that is, I believe, May 22nd. But yesterday afternoon they said, you know, let's get this out there now. So they're bringing in Aaron Jones, and, you know, he's a great representative of the offense and a veteran player now, and he'll talk about moving on with Jordan. They'll talk to Kenny Clark. He'll talk about the defense. And here's a good question for Kenny Clark, man. I was watching that win over the Cowboys in overtime at Lambeau, and you were right. That's probably their best performance last season. Jaron mm-hmm. Reed, man, this guy makes a key play stopping Dak Prescott, brings him down on a key third down play, which you know ends up giving Rodgers the ball back, and he hits a Lazard over the middle, runs up for about 35, 40 yards, and sets up for a winning field goal. Um, Reed was there for a cup of coffee uh, for Green Bay last year, but did a really nice job. He's back home now with the Seattle Seahawks. They just feel that they, you know, they've got enough talent coming up with Wyatt and Slate and some of these others, I guess, to fill that role. But uh, that that was a nice piece to have on their defense. As for Jordan Love, I, you know, he's he, he's not Aaron as a as a speaker. He's going to have to find his own voice. But I'm telling you. Those guys love him. The young guys on this roster, they respect him. They know how hard he's worked. He's earned this spot, and I think they're anxious and excited to see what he's going to bring to the team. Um, Mike, you know, you had said to me, we we were talking coming home one time uh, from Lambeau, and you had said there are guys in that locker room that don't get me wrong, they know what Aaron is, they respect him, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, he gives them a chance to win. But there were guys in that locker room that are kind of like, yeah, it's Jordan. when Jordan takes over, we're ready, we got his back. And and do you get that sense that uh, that a lot of those guys are kind of, well, they've been waiting for this day to happen? Yeah, you know, and I think that, I think one of the things the Packers kind of saw, I'm Sure, first of all, they made this decision by the stopwatch, by the by, you know, the, the physical gifts. I'm, I'm a guy like Lazard. You know, Lazard is an all-in Rodgers guy. And some of those other guys, uh, all-in Rodgers guy. And maybe even the Mercedes Lewis decision as well. So, and, and certainly Randall Cobb. So that's all been pushed out. Any of these guys that have been drafted in the last three years, four years, that has you know they've been in the back end of those positions now, they're they're ready now because they're in the spotlight and certainly it'll be led by just guys that are in only in their second year in Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs at wide receiver, but you know guys like Deguara, he's he's probably excited that Love is in there from where he's at and that he's got these two big tight ends 
that are going to be pushing him for a job as well. Those guys were really impressive at the at the rookie minicamp. But, yeah, and, and that's for the offensive lineman, Bakhtiari. Yeah, you know, I mean, obviously he was one of the closest guys in the team to Rodgers, but, you know, he'll earn his check at, at left tackle and, and, and protect number 10 as, a, as opposed to number 12. But I, I knew, I know that. I know that there was a sense for that. On the other hand, like we did when we talked to Marquez Valdez Scaling at the Super Bowl, and I said, you know, what do you think about this guy going on the darkness retreat? You know, what do you think about, you know, him, him, him having that one click of boys there, five or six guys, of which apparently you were not in because you ended up becoming a free agent and signing with the Chiefs. And MVS said, listen, man, I, I didn't make the team freshman year in high school. I had to work at it. And then I get to varsity. Then I, you know, I get into Florida State. And then I, I get drafted later in the draft by the Packers. But here I am four years later, I got paid, and I'm at the Super Bowl. And I owe that all to Aaron Rodgers. Everything that man taught me to be in prime time with him, the way he ran that offense, I got paid because of Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, Al Lazard says the same thing. I'm mm-hmm. an undrafted guy. I'm a practice squad guy from Jacksonville. And because of Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, that's why I got paid. And I'm in New York City right now with $22 million guaranteed. There's a lot of people, from the head coach to even the GM and Mark Murphy and everybody there that says, we all made a lot of money thanks to Aaron right. Rodgers. Mike, uh, the stories have come out. Sports Illustrated had one a couple of days ago. Rob Domoski wrote a really in-depth piece uh, where it basically says, look, Gutekinst even wanted to go to Aaron Rodgers. He wanted to go there, meet with him, talk with him. And it, the words were, he ghosted us, which is a far cry from what Aaron states, obviously. But as these things come out, not that I want to dwell on the Rodgers thing too much, but I know it is a, a, a new story that came out today. It, what is any of this... It, what is the reflection back on all of this? Because there seems to be these subtle barbs thrown, uh, you know, as Rogers left on his way out the door, and it, you know, Gudikins kind of stood up for himself, said, "Wait a minute, well, that didn't happen. This is what we did. I don't want to get too deep into the weeds, but this is what happened." So, I, I guess my question is: with this stuff coming out, we're fascinated by it as a public, but is there anybody that comes out of this looking good? Let me tell you this, and this is straight stuff, and this is important for fans to understand. When you're standing three feet away from Aaron Rodgers, and it's about a year later after Mike McCarthy's been fired, Aaron Rodgers almost had a little bit of a guilt complex. And I don't know that Aaron was upstairs with Murphy and Russ Ball and Gutekinds to say, you got to get this guy fired. It wasn't that at all. Brian Gutekinds was down in that locker room. And reporting to Murphy, McCarthy is losing these guys. It's getting stale down there. That's what the problem is. And so Rodgers was sort of in between that. He felt, you know, obligated to Mike McCarthy, but he also knew that what Sean McVay was doing with the Rams, what Kyle Shanahan was doing with the 49ers offense, he even said that publicly and that looked kind of fun. I wish we did something like that. So what they do? They went out and got one of those offensive guys in Matt LaFleur. But Rodgers kind of acted a little bit guilty that 
McCarthy had to get cut because of that. Now you turn that around, I swear to God, if Rogers felt, and there, I've told you stories of little things that happened during training camp, during family night, taking pictures with employees and things like that. What is that? I thought one of these employees was leaving the team. He said, no, I, he just asked me if he wanted a picture with him. And walking out the tunnel with Randall Cobb, at some point, Rogers this month thought, you know, the Jets, that defense, they got a good head coach in Robert Salah. And now when Nathaniel Hackett gets hired, he wanted to figure out a way how to get it at Green Bay and, and just, just make it happen and not feel like he was turning his back on the Packers organization and gratitude. I think that's honest the way the guy works. He just wanted to try and figure out a way to flip out the back door and make this happen. Gudikins thought he was doing his due diligence. I mean, they signed this guy to that three-year mega deal because they felt that what they needed to do in their legacies was win one more Super Bowl while they still had Aaron Rodgers. And they, they don't know about Jordan Love. They know that that's going to take time uh, for him to, to come around. They still feel good about him as an athlete and the potential there. So it's good to hear that the Packers now are putting out that side of it saying, yeah, Goody was willing to get on a plane and go out there to Malibu and meet with him face-to-face. If that's the way Aaron wanted to do it, fine, we'll do it that way. But I know the guy left holding the bag here is Matt LaFleur. I mean, suddenly he goes from Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis, all these veterans that can help coach up Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and these young tight ends and whatnot. They're all gone. And him and Adam Stenovich is only a second-year offensive coordinator. They got to figure this out by September. They got a lot of stuff on their plate right now to figure out. Mike, great stuff as always, bud. Uh, we look forward to hearing from Jordan Love and uh, the report coming up tomorrow from you. So we will talk to you then, okay? All right, Bill. All right, buddy. Talk to you. Uh, talk to you later. There you go. Good stuff from our guy Mike Clemens on the ground, heading up to Green Bay. Jordan Love going to speak to the media coming up a little bit later on today. So. We hope to have a good portion of that for you as well. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage MotoFest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com. Welcome back. Third hour of the Bill Michael Show. So glad you're on board, and uh, we certainly appreciate uh, appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you want to get a hold of the phone number, 877-867-1670. Hit us up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, you can also follow us. Uh, the Bill Michael Show is on Instagram and on Facebook. So both places you can like, you can subscribe, you can follow, uh, you can friend, all that kind of stuff. Uh, you can subscribe for free to watch the program, uh, listen to the program in the background if you'd like, uh, on both uh, YouTube and on Twitch TV. Uh, either way, it's Bill Michael Show. Just go to youtube.com slash Bill Michael Show. Subscribe there. Follow us there. We, we certainly appreciate it. And when you subscribe, 
when we go on the air, it pops up. It'll let you know, usually on your mobile device, if you allow it, that, uh, hey, we're on the air. So it reminds you, hey, oh, it's time to listen to the program. Uh, certainly, the uh, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com is the, uh, is the email address. The website, simply, thebillmichaels.com. You can listen to us anywhere and everywhere as well on the Zone app if you're a, a radio connoisseur and you want to go uh, and download the app, W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison. And you can listen to the uh, the Bill Michael Show also on Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts as well. Uh, this one is from Art. And again, um, for those that hate the Aaron Rodgers talk, you might as well just go ahead and turn it for a couple of minutes. I don't usually profess that, but... Uh, there are people that get pissed off about it, but a lot of people are chiming in on the live stream on Twitch and, uh, or excuse me, on Twitter and uh, via email. Uh, this one's from Tom. Tom says, uh, absolutely, Aaron Rodgers orchestrated all of this. What I can't understand is why, as a man, he didn't just own it. To talk all that blather about transparency and wanting to be loved and wanting to be respected when on the way out the door, he didn't respect a damn person. This shows his lack of character. Uh, John says it was orchestrated, but not uh, consciously, in my opinion. I think it is the logical outcome. And star quarterback departures late in their careers have sort of a pattern to this in the NFL. Uh, Thomas T. says the breakups are usually not pretty. This one is not nearly as bad as when Favre left. Uh, Ryan says, I think Rodgers wanted out, uh, but he didn't want to be perceived as the bad guy. And uh, kind of goes on from there. Uh, Mike says Aaron never got over Jordan Love being drafted. He figured out a way to stick the Packers with a huge salary cap hit and then leave. It was his final middle finger to the organization. And uh, then William says because Rodgers is a slave to the narrative, if only he cared as much about winning as he does about what people say about him. Uh, there you go. And then it kind of goes from there. Tried to save face on the way out the door with his legacy and the fans. Uh, and then another one here. And this is from L who says, uh, Aaron Rodgers waving the middle finger all the way over to New York said here, take that Jordan love is not going to be successful in his first season because Aaron Rodgers stuck it to the organization. So that's just some of the comment coming in right now. Eight, seven, seven, eight, six, seven, 16, seven. You want to find us? and uh, chime in on all of this, you can. Go ahead and do so. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I, you know, Ben, did you get a chance to read that entire article, uh, by the by the, by the way, from Rob Domofsky? I got through most of it. I was able to skim it all during the breaks I've had since 6 o'clock. I – can you I, – as I read this, Mike, I keep questioning, like, why? You know what I mean? I, look, I get if you wanted to leave and you thought, you know what, I want to go with Salah, I want to go with Nathaniel Hackett, I, I'm going to just change course here at the end. Why not just say, hey, it's Jordan Love's time. They drafted him. Um, you know, he's ready to go. Um, I've only got a year or two left. I'm stepping aside. I'm going to go on to another another pasture. Why go through all of this backhanded finger pointing to try to make the organization look bad? Why? That that's the thing that I keep. I mean, out of all of that, I mean, the details and stuff. Okay, it's it's interesting behind the scenes stuff because we love to see that kind of thing. But why go through such a charade to say, oh, they didn't get a hold of me and they know how to get a hold of me and they didn't even try and why, why throw much? Why throw so much shade at the organization? You know what I mean? Yeah, 
if if we knew the answer, I think we would be making a lot of money in a industry that isn't sports talk radio. I I think we would yeah, be good, maybe. like you know, FBI personality people. Right. Uh, but I mean, I will say, the more and more, while I can't explain all of it, like it comes down to the fact that Jordan Love was drafted in general, despite all the amends that were made, I guess for that since the pick mm-hmm. happened, with the front office and Rogers. It, it feels like it all still goes back to that. And the question now is whether you think he should still hold that against the franchise, despite maybe what was what was done afterwards to make it better, to pay him, to get good players in town. But that feels like the crux of all of it. Yeah. Scott says, it's amazing to hear all the positive things A-Rod did for players and personnel, yet he continually gets trashed as if he did nothing for Green Bay. Maybe an offensive pick earlier uh, the last four years may have helped. I like Watson, but feel he's injury prone. Um, Scott, when you say trash, who's trashing him? This is a reality. This is These are things that were actually stated and done. That's there for people to look at and observe. Nobody is going out of their way to trash him. If anything... He went out of his way to throw shade at the organization. I Look, I, I was a Rodgers fan and am a Rodgers fan. Always have been. And that, that's what people don't understand. They're like, oh, you you you, you hate Rodgers. No, it's just, it's just the opposite. I loved him as a quarterback. What I didn't understand was this morphing of a person that if you didn't go along with what he said or you questioned it, he trashed you. That's that's what I didn't understand. And then the hypocrisy of it all to claim transparency and such to this. And again, the only reason it's coming up is because there's a new article on ESPN today. So, you know, and we're going to hear from Jordan Love and then we're moving on. I understand all of that, but this is still relatively fresh. But that that's the only thing I take out of this. I don't, I don't take anything else. It, it has nothing to do with playing on the field. has nothing to do with what he did for the guys around him. had nothing to do with the autographs he signed for kids. None of that. What I don't understand is, you know, when, when we kept talking about legacy and what he thinks about himself and what he thinks about how the fans feel about him and such, why do this? Because eventually it's going to come out. And it just makes you look petty. That's all. That, that's my only question. That that that's the only thing that I took away from all of this. Why do that? And and that's kind of the the unanswered question that's that's laying on the table. Beyond that, yeah, you know. But I just uh, I thought that was one of the takeaways from that article. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Um, that's I a just phone number. love I, I ahead, love the ben. line, Bill. By the way. Uh, when talking about what you spoke on to begin the show about uh, the fact that Goody tried to go out there to meet him in person, and Albert Breer had that too earlier this week. Uh, a quote from Rob Demosky's article, quote, After all efforts were exhausted, with the exception of FaceTime, I guess, to reach Aaron, <laughs> the source said. Right. <laughs> That's when Dave Dunn got involved. It's like, yeah. you, you, you got to think everyone else around the league, definitely around the situation, is also kind of joking. It's like, yeah, this this dude can't be serious. The, it, well, except just, for New York it, people, because they are right, just the right. Kool Aid is is inside every them. single 
Yeah. Every single valve they have. The that narrative made him look bad. And I don't I don't want to see him look bad. But it did. You can't you know, the old adage is you can't put the blank back in the horse. You know, we all looked at each other when he said that, like, well, anybody that knows me. Oh, you know. And and look, it wasn't just you and I or Ben. Everybody said, well, does he not have internet? We all link our phones to the internet. We all, like, even when you would go to the Four Seasons Island Resort, and I mean, they had no internet. Nothing. No, or cell signal. Nothing on the island up there. There was nothing in the area for years and years and years. And, but they had internet. So you knew you could make a call if you were within uh, the area of internet. You knew that. So how does Aaron Rodgers not know to make a phone call on the internet? I, I don't know. I do still think that was said as a joke. And obviously he knew what it would do. But the tongue was He'd inside the cheek there. But the, the thing I think makes him look worse is the McAfee interview with the timeline trying to make Goody look like an idiot and that he just right. completely uh, diso- like just went behind his back and betrayed him. That's the thing right. I look back to. It's like, no, you, you, right, no, you were the one. Yeah. Yeah, when it all comes out, you, and that's the other thing. He went on McAfee and tried to lay it. Did he just figure that nobody would question it? Nobody would ask? Nobody would try to do a follow-up to any of this? Did he just feel like it was just going to be, you know, we're all just going to take his word for it? Well, you know, he doesn't it's just have because it was so bizarre. House, so he probably wouldn't right. see the backlash anyway. Right. Exactly. 877-867-1670. Uh, I, you know, this one's from uh, Jesse. Jesse says, uh, Aaron Rodgers turned out to be a petty baby rather than a superstar. He's an incredible MVP and a Super Bowl winner. But all in all, he is nothing more than a petty baby. Uh, Brad says, uh, this is not all Aaron Rodgers' fault. Uh, I'm sure the organization had something to do with it behind the scenes. We just don't know what. But, Brad, we would know, wouldn't we? I mean, Rodgers has been throwing shade since he pretty much left. We would know if there was something real to all of this. Now, I I have no problem. Uh, Larry says, this all goes back to the drafting of Jordan Love. Larry, I've said that from day one. If Jordan Love doesn't pan out to be an incredible quarterback, I mean incredible, think about this for a minute, and there's a lot of pressure on him, not just uh, from himself, just the fact that he's going to get the starting opportunity, but fans, against organizationally, because this is the guy that set everything in motion. All of this, all of this, this exodus, this back and forth, all of this was set into motion by what was stated or what was done that day when they traded up to get Jordan Love. Remember, it wasn't as if he just fell and he was in their lap and it was great to get him. Uh, nay, nay. It was they moved up specifically eyeballing this guy at a time in which they had a little bit of doubt in their mind about Aaron Rodgers, so they tried to, quote, hedge their bets. And then that, you know, infused Rodgers with spirit and he goes and wins back-to-back MVPs and such. But but that this is what started it. So for all the turmoil that you and I and everybody else have been discussing for the last three years, this is the culmination of it now. 
This is the, you know, this is the guy that that that, that Gudikins felt so strongly about. We got to get this guy right now. The timing of it is the now. Here he is. This is the guy, and and controversy be damned. So that's the reason there's so much pressure on Jordan Love to succeed because if he doesn't, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, that means you started this whole clock ticking, all this animosity, the organization being thrown under the bus, the way they treat veteran players, the shade that was thrown at at Green Bay at the Green Bay Packers to be less than a caring organization, to be less than a an upstanding organization, to be a behind the back low under the table dealing type of organization. Just just the thoughts of all of this that are out there in public now that, you know, boy, will free agents even want to come there after all of this? All of this was done by the timing of the pick that was Jordan Love, which means he has to be the man. Got to be the man. 877-867-1670. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, which is what I'm looking out of today, and it's great to be back up into the studio. And the windows are open. You can probably hear a few of the birds chirping in the background just to give you a little more gnat sound. But uh, it is, uh, it's beautiful today. It's warm weather today, but a nice breeze blowing in here. And I love it. I love the Pella Windows and Doors that we have here. Downstairs in the great room, same thing. And the best part about it is the uh, the heat has been off in the house for a while now. And even when it got down to the you know upper 40s and low 50s and such the other night, it was still right here at between 68 and 70 degrees in the house. It just holds steady. Until you let the outside in or the inside out, it just holds steady. They're that good. And right now, 0% financing, 48 months. Go to Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And you can get the free in-home consultation and just kind of you know find out what suits your uh, budget. What you desire, get everything, whether it's beautification from the outside, uh, you know, different hardwares, different interiors, the roll screen, different innovations, the slider windows. There's so much that Pella has to offer, and they are the most chosen by homeowners in the state of Wisconsin. That is Pella. Go to PellaWI.com or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. With the Road America Season Pass, you have access to over 50 days of on track action, half price entry for the Sunset Cruise and Morning Drive events, select private track rentals, the annual Season Pass holder luncheon, and so much more. Go to RoadAmerica.com.